Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 8th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing well. I, uh, I'm do- we're, we're doing better than maybe our recording service here, the, the thing oh. that we pay for. They're, they're tied issues? to this AWS, yeah. They're saying that storage, they're having storage issues, so I got a backup recording going. Oh, I, uh, and oh, we're, we're ready that's, to go. That's... Who knows what's going to happen, but we have a backup. That's disconcerting. I don't know about backup. I mean, all right. I hope we're good. All right, let's get into it. We are continuing up on with the year in review. Is the shark shoot out this week? I've buried my head in the sand. I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. Um, How is he still doing the sanctioned tour shoot. event? Like, what's going on? This is on the tour schedule. The How's challenge it? series or whatever they yeah. call it now. How's yeah. the shark out there when he's basically declared war against the PGA Tour? He's in open conflict while also holding. I don't understand why they're allowing this. <laughs> they really shouldn't be. They should just I... cut it loose and say, pull the plug on it. What I mean... Like, like think about think about what's going on with all these shenanigans, right? Yeah. The, the PGL is just like trying to open up their playbook and hand it to the PGA Tour and expects the Tour to, like, give them something as opposed to just taking it. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, the Shark is in bed with the Saudis who are trying to blow up the PGA Tour, and they're just, like, allowing his event to go on unscathed, like him to be there and hang out with all these players that are playing in it. Yeah. What do you think he's going to be talking to him about? <laughs> well, in his mind, he probably doesn't think he's trying to destroy the PGA Tour. He's just trying to come up with some thing that can coexist. But I don't know. It's yeah. It's the shark shootout. I guess it can exist. It's fine. Whatever. I I won't be paying attention to it. Somebody tries to come in my kitchen and you know yeah steal some recipes. I'm closing the door. Yeah. Copy, copy your work, copy your content, steal your ideas. You're not going to let lay down, right? Yeah, right out the bazooka. They can masquerade. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, masquerade and self-importance all over the place. Um, that's interesting. I, so my head is buried. We're doing year in review. I'm ignoring December golf more than usual and the news cycle. I don't think anything happened, right? We haven't heard from Tiger on the PNC, as far as I know. Uh, I'm just I'm deep in youth basketball and, and year interview research. That's my entire life right now. But, so we will get into is this part five? I don't I don't even know. I can't remember. I la- I labeled it part five. And I, I think it's part five. We will get through the masters tonight, and then maybe some of the stuff after the masters. Uh, it is. You know, part- I put this stuff off. It, it it's just like a, I this is the worst thing. I'm a I'm a very bad procrastinator and this is you know or a good procrastinator yeah i, I kick this thing down the the curb 
as long as I possibly can. I swear I spent more hours on the Masters today than I think I have on any research project for this podcast before. Any any one event researching for this. I don't know what's going on, but we're getting through it. We're putting the work in. We're putting the hours in. Uh, this is part five. It is brought to you by Precision Pro, which is the official rangefinder of the shotgun start and they've expanded the tent rangefinder might not be maybe too yeah. narrow description it's now the official bluetooth speaker of the move shotguns over, Bose. move over get out of here up. sonos yeah i heard saw someone popping so not to do negative recruiting sonos is just i guess the market must be pretty thin sonos is it's a way over negative recruiting yeah. only there's only golf publications <laughs> doing that <laughs> um yeah, the Ace Speaker. This is Precision Pro, the Ace Smart Speaker. I'm just reading you what, because I, I, you know, if you expect me to know much about this, then, you know, you, you're grossly, you know, mis, misinformed. So I'm reading you what we I, just, what I, I have. I just got them in the mail. I got mine in the mail. It's a I was groundbreaking portable Bluetooth speaker that reads distances to you over top of whatever sweet tunes you're listening to while playing golf. How about that? Are you a music on the golf course guy? Um, I, I yeah, I'm not anti. I'm not. I'm not. You, you have know, no strong opinion. No, on it. I'm a little reticent it become, sometimes. It could become the next hoodie where people like assume oh, all these people have a problem with it, but then they don't really. I am a little reticent sometimes because people do have strong opinions about it. Like I can't have that going on. Who has a strong opinion? I've, I, I've I, yet to encounter. This is, I think this that. is made yeah. made up, yeah. just like the hoodie. Yeah. Like if somebody doesn't like it, they just say, "Can you turn that off or down?" What do you go for when you're listening? Like I, I that I, I've yet to kind of find the sweet spot for. A lot of people play like country. I'll put on like Sturgill Simpson playlist kind of thing. Or what? What is like the ideal golf? I think it's something Genre. with a slow slow beat, yeah. so you get your tempo, you know. I used yeah. to practice with a metronome, you know. I can't remember what I set it at. It was, I think it might have been 60 beats per second. I can't remember. But uh, but you practice, you know, you get something with a with a nice rhythmic beat. Okay. It could help your golf game. It all depends on the mood and the group, too. You know, if you're at a, with, a, like, your college buddies and it's a bachelor party, like, I'm not going to be listening to, like, something like then yeah. and you're drinking beer yeah. it's going to be a different music Upbeat. than yeah yeah, yeah. then it, it all depends on it but i i appreciate music on the golf course i don't listen to music all the time sometimes i listen to it sometimes i don't you know this i was in a scramble and this guy just this guy I didn't know brought out the speaker weren't even up to our tea assignment it just starts blasting like hard rock like heavy See, heavy stuff and i'm like Hey, nice to meet you, bud. All right. Where are we going? What tea are we on? I think that's the thing. Is I think the thing about it is, like, the strong opinions don't come from the, the, the music on the golf course. It comes from the people with strong music beliefs yeah. and, and, like, and music that some people could find offensive. Like, if you're listening to something that, like, isn't kind of, like, generally acceptable... That's where you might run into some problems. Well, now I want to get into discussion about what that is, but we're not going that deep. It's not generally acceptable. Like, but, like Victor Hovland <laughs> should, probably shouldn't be playing 
like la- uh, his music like red, over speaker. August, Red August, Blood August, whatever it was called, all those crazy names. Um, like I feel like it was like Sovereign Sun. <laughs> sovereign Sun. That definitely wasn't it, but it could be it. Well, uh, I'm willing to accept that was the the death metal. Or uh, he doesn't like when you call it death metal. He's just metal. I think. Um, all right. So, anyways, if you want to play any last, of these genres, last October, <laughs> October runs red or blood. Yeah, I, I think like that's that. what it was. Yeah, I think that's it. Anyways, the, the A speaker. If you want to listen to October runs this, red, I uh, feel like this the Zurich, which will be included yeah. in this batch of recordings, yeah. is where we uncovered the Victor Hopland uh, playlist. <laughs> Sovereign Sun. Uh, the Audio Caddy Experience is a, a golf tool that can help you know your distance while also playing music. So that's 150 bucks, the Ace speaker, or and, and you're, you could go with your NX9, a shotgun 20, you get $20 off if you need the rangefinder, but you got options now, the Ace speaker, and you know, there are guys, good customer service, great customer service, good people, not some giant mega company that this is off in the corner, just pumping out you know, gizmos. This is their this is their bread and butter and their product, precisionprogolf.com. All right, hey, let, go ahead. One last thing about this product. Yeah. What I like about it is that it's practical. It could be a speaker and just a speaker. Yeah, you don't need to be playing golf, huh? It could be a rangefinder and just a rangefinder. Well, the speaker's or, not a rangefinder. Or a com- well, it could be it could serve as a rangefinder. Like it could tell you your uh, yardages, right? Without the speak, without the music. Sure. And then it could be both. Like, I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Look at you. It's all coming Sonos, together up Sonos there. Sonos can't noggin. do that. It's Bose so, can't do that. As far as Precision we know. Pro can. As far as we know. But we don't have a, a deep knowledge of the market. Okay. Let's get on with it. Our year in review. We left off as my kids were banging down the door at the witching out midnight I hour. About that. Uh, a week or so ago in the Houston, uh, I'm sorry, the WGC match play. I don't know. I rushed through that one. Uh, but Valero, Texas Open. We're on to the Valero, Texas Open. The Texas two-step. And let me tell you, nothing happened this week. I, obviously, it was a great winner. But I look, we're going to miss things no matter what. This is your year interview. We find the odds and ends. We're not going to tell you the blow-by-blow blow of who won, who was the first-round leader, who was the second-round leader. And, but we're going to miss things. That said, we also go through a pretty fine-tooth comb. We send hours on a lot of these events. I got almost next to nothing with Texas Open, aside from the winner. Um, so what happened this week? Do you know who won, by the way? You know. Uh, Come on. The Jordan Spieth. All right, yeah. That's the only thing notable about this. This week, Brooks announces his engagement right after DJ announces his champion's dinner menu. And I wonder if he was trying to kind of steal the headlines after DJ was getting too much run for pigs in a blanket. Brooks announces he's engaged. It, it was uh, an engagement that dated back to early March. This was now first week of April. DJ, which I love this, immediately WDs from the Valero. He was in it for like 72 hours. Do you remember this? He lost to Kevin Na. Na does this little bullshit thing where he's like tapping him on the shoulder DJ gets bounced out of pool play and commits to the Valero, bounce, blows out of town, doesn't talk to the media Texas, uh, at Austin, commits to Valero. By Monday, he's WD from the Valero. Just the, the 72 hours day, number one player in the world. They had their hopes up, the Texas Open, and that was it. 
Um, elsewhere in golf, Patty Tavitanica wins the ANA. Lydia Ko puts, puts a charge into her. She uh, goes nine under through her first 11 holes on Sunday, tries to make it close, but but Tavitanikit was like, I mean, it, it was kind of, she had gotten out in front too much during the weekend. She averaged 323 yards off the tee. Averaged. Tavitanikit, 323. Uh, Shan Shan Feng, uh, the first major of the year, comes off the bench after a full year away. Just, just not even in golf. Shoots 67 in her first round. They ask her what she was doing. She's like, oh, I eat. I watch Netflix. Then I think I need to eat some more. Like, I'll maybe hit balls or hang out. And it's like, oh, I'm hungry. I'll eat again. That, that quote, that went viral. Um, you ponder the wildlife in Poppy's Pond. And I argue it's essentially a swimming pool. This was a big, big source of debate for the ANA. Um, but that's it. Patty wins it. Co ties the the record with a sixty two, but but doesn't. I think it, she still lost by two. Um, Spieth is our uh, our winner in Texas. <clears throat> um, oh, else, elsewhere in the women's game, obviously Subasha Kajitani. She we had the Anwa going on. She becomes the youngest yeah. player in the final thirty who made it to ANGC. Um, she beats Emilia Migliaccio, our, our fellow, our colleague in golf media, uh, in the first hole of the Sun Death Playoff to win the, the Anwa, Subasa Kajitani. And a day that was just a bloodbath, foreshadowing of the firm conditions that were to come. Over par wins the Anwa. Um, so in Texas, I mean, honestly, I don't have much. Jordan Spieth wins. Uh, he, I think his, his strokes gained were like 13, almost 13. It was like the highest of his... PGA Tour career in a win. Uh, that said, said he was terrible. He's like, uh, you know, I, I hit the ball. I didn't hit the ball anywhere this week. I couldn't find the center of the club case. Um, he almost blows it on 18. I don't know if you remember this. Like he, he went, he hit a drive way left and like hit some horrendous, horrendous eight iron that had everybody like, holy shit. Is he just like, finally we've been waiting for this. Is he trying to give it up? Um, what else do we have? What was his quote? Um, the duct tape. There were a lot of Damn. times, if I wasn't sure I'd be here talking to you about this right now. He's emotional, and he's emotional. It tells Todd Lewis that. Um, what else do we have? There, there just wasn't really much, uh, honestly. Spieth won, um, and he gets emotional after it. I, I kind of don't have. He had this, this horrible eight iron to ke- keep us on our toes on the 18. A Chuck Hoffman, number three all time in the Texas Open, pushes him in the final round a little bit. He gets it close, but then Speed kind of extends it before uh, you know the, the 18th hole scare. We also learned this week that Congaree will host the Canadian Open, and that's all I got for Texas Open week. I'm sorry, not a lot of interesting things happened. I'm that's, sad that we didn't. I'm sad you didn't extend it by going through the all-time power rankings. That, yeah, I wasn't going to do that. Evergreen piece that's of not, content. <laughs> It is evergreen, that's for sure. But we got enough on the Masters, I suspect. All right, Masters, we're here. Yep. First, First major of the year, part major. five. Yeah. Part five. Non-golf. Where do, where do you want to start? Non-golf. Well, hey, you did miss something. You In did Texas? miss something. What? Yeah. What that was going on that week. What? There was a man who nobody thought had a chance to even contend to make a cut who is grinding his ass off at Athens Country Club 
working on his game, getting into shape, maybe working his game too much, and discovering the fine southern cuisine of Waffle House. Oh, that's right. That's, uh, was it Augusta or Athens? Oh, he was at- in Athens. He oh. was at Athens Country Club all week. The week before. Was he? Yeah, he was just putting in hours on the range. Woozy stuff. That's where he tore his groin or whatever. I know we talked about Woozy a lot of of Masters Week last year. And going through this, like, there was so much meat on that bone. We had to have. Just an incredible roller coaster ride. Um, All right. So he's he's grinding. Masters, non-golf, Tiger. It's announced, like, this was the news dump of all news dump. Like, it varied in the Masters that he was driving in excess of 80 miles per hour at the time of his car crash. Uh, but then they, like, just close the investigation, say, you know, excessive speed was the cause of the accident. But that gets buried in, in Major Week, uh, Masters Week. Should we do uh, a quick... What, how do you want to start with this? You, let's start about what the big pre-tournament theme was. Firm. Firm and fast. Firmness. Purple so green. Everything, everything was firm, 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 firm. Yeah, that that was the the talking point. Phil, of course, had his great quote um, over the last. Not great. It was just it was the quote that popped over the last decade. The greens at Augusta have been among the top twenty five percent softest on tour, calling it part of the dartboard, part and parcel of the, the pil- dartboard. The pillow. Uh, <clears throat> uh, the golf course, and they're the golf course's only defense. The greens are firm. The precision, the course management, the angles. To leave where the ball is left. All of this stuff becomes incredibly important in your ability to play this course effectively. When the greens are soft, it's irrelevant because you can fly the ball over trouble and angles don't matter. I plugged a five iron last year, last November, to the second green. It plugged. The guys are so persist, uh, precise. He goes, it's like having a military and then not giving them any weapons. It's defenseless. However, when the greens are firm, those small sections are very hard to hit. That's the whole defense of this golf course. You've really got to strategize where you leave it. And then he, it's a long quote. He goes, uh, major championships should challenge and test the best players. It's hard to set, but it's a really hard job to set it right up to the edge because you're always trying to find a line and not crossing it. It's a tough thing to do. But I think with firm greens, the golf course needs to be respected. And quote, this is kind of a, a bombshell. And I think it's been a long time since it's had to be respected. Like saying it's been this pillow for last. And, and um, in Fred Ridley's press conference, I think he said he thought it was the heart firmest it's been since Adam Scott won in 2013, I believe, is what he said. Um, where else on can the we, chatter? Can Let's, we do non, non-masters? I've got one yeah, non-masters do it, thing. Do it. Uh, Norman sold his house. Okay. This week, and uh, he took the picture of him in the shower, naked, naked. Yeah, looking yeah. out over the ocean. <laughs> so, like, what's going on with Greg? Right, we don't need to digress. But he's selling these. He's downsizing. And now he's running into the Saudi cash. Is, did, did he need? Did he? Was he? Did he need he's money? Been, he's had a lot of divorces. He sold his the Colorado mansion. That's very, very expensive. He sold. I heard this some one. crazy stories about the Colorado estate, like the the ranch. Yeah, yeah. Like some just wild, wild stories. I'll have to, I'll have to brush back up on them. Yeah. <laughs> this was like years ago. I heard about some 
I mean, a guy who lives shit. large is downsizing now. He's getting money. For, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, continuing on with the Masters week. Other quotes. Rory. Rory's wonder, Yeah. I wonder if he was going to be charged with, like, treason by the pack. He, he's the prince that abandoned his post and his people. Um, he basically, he, he visits Tiger, which is, like, really the first we've heard of people visiting Tiger. He goes, where are all your trophies? Where are all the others? I don't know. And my mom has some, fewer in the office, fewer wherever. He can, Rory goes, I was driving home. I was thinking, I mean, he talked. That's all he cared about. All he cared about. So how easy was it? How easy must it have felt for him to win all the others? That was always in my mind. He talked about these are the four weeks that matter. So the weeks that didn't matter, you know, he racked them up at a pretty fast clip because he only had his 15 majors out in the, in the trophy case when Rory was visiting him. But I'm just thinking to myself, how easy must that have felt for him if all he cared about were four weeks a year? The other must, other stuff must have been like practice. So that's like really, that's a cool perspective to have, right? That's all I could think about on my way home. Calling everything but the majors practice. There you are. The prince upon a vidra abandons his, his throne for a minute there. Um, you know, and he's thinking about juggling. Yeah. He's thinking about juggling. <laughs> Should we do Bryson quotes? Uh, I got I got a DJ quote I'm gonna throw in. Go, D- Dustin Johnson on how old he'll be when he stops playing the Masters. Until I don't feel like I have a chance to win. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know how long I'm gonna play golf. I don't think he's gonna play long. I think whatever. We don't need to get into podcast takes right now. But yeah, that's a good one, Bryson. I think as time goes on, there's not much more to gain from technology side of golf. This was just an incredible one. Manufacturing building. There are little things we can do, but the massive gains will be in the athletes. Once you get somebody out here that's a seven-foot-tall human being, (laughs) and they're able to swing the golf club at 145 miles an hour effortlessly, that's when things get a little interesting. That's when I'm going to become obsolete Potentially, even. Obsolete, potentially, even. Yeah. When there's seven footers swinging 145. Um, you want another Bryson thing? Yeah. He played disc golf on oh, Tuesday. Yeah. Didn't, didn't play actual no golf. Ball golf. Don't, no oh, ball golf. Don't. Actual golf. The disc golf community is going to be on your ass <laughs> for not calling it ball golf. We've learned this. There's a. <laughs> There's sort of a, an aggressive, violent vocal minority of, of disc golfers that if you don't, if you call it actual, real, or anything like that, and not ball golf, they get after you. But yeah, it just doesn't even show up to Augusta on Tuesday. I discovered that little guy. People were doubting my reporting on that one. That was bullshit. Um, what else? Oh, he addresses that illness from November. Yeah. He goes, it took four or five months to figure out his gut health and all that. He goes, he said he had CT scans, x-rays, carotid and blood vessel measurement, heart ultrasound, ultrasound. you name it, we did it. He says it was due to low oxygen levels, and he's changed his breathing to fix the issue. Um, Of course, he also is testing this new driver. You popped him for this. You said bifurcation the the other way. What? The rad speed. Yeah, the... That he later threw under the bus. Radspeed. He's, he puts some like modifications to the face radii on the toe side where he is, uh, you know, 
it's a common impact location. You're like, this is bifurcation the wrong way. Like adjusting the driver face where he, he has, you know, impact and misses. So um, he's going absolutely nuts on the range. I couldn't believe this video has 5.3 million views where he is just wailing away like a lunatic. And Vijay Singh is standing there just staring at him like he's, you know, a circus clown, a, a carnival act. And uh, yeah, this was very, very popular. I mean, coming out of his shoes, he's slipping, he's falling, he's twirling to and fro through it. And Vijay's all there just just aghast with it. And it had 5.3 million views. That was a meme, big, big deal early in the week. Uh, what else you got here? I got, um, you know, there's only three amateurs in the field because of COVID, obviously. Joe Long. <laughs> it was uh, Strafacci. Ali Osborne. Joe yeah. Long. Um, it does, does the, uh, tied for the lowest in master's history with 2008 and, uh, 1942. And that's going to be a future, you know, 20 years from now when we're still doing this podcast and we're doing master's facts of the year. That'll be one. That's a good point. I think I threw Joe Lon under the bus. <laughs> yeah. I him pretty did. hard. Said he wasn't. Well, you're calling him a chopper. Well, that's what the, into- the amateur circuit boys. Who are in the, no, like, yeah, he's a chopper. There's got to get blown out to sea. But he, he acquitted himself after the first uh, round. Go ahead. Rob, Rob got in late because of uh, his the birth of his baby, Keppa, yeah. which obviously led to Vern. Uh, IBF. <laughs> or IBF. I hate Baker Kepka. Fish. Called him Baby Kepka. He's oh, oh, Jim, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I must apologize. It's Baby Keppa. Um, so that was just a humorous moment. <laughs> Tron, you got Tron stealing the golf world. The news what, which, Wednesday, getting eyewitness accounts that use golf facts, aka Justine, I assume he means, was caught talking loudly on her cell phone on the 17th oh, pole about at Augusta National. Bluetooth earpiece, the whole deal. A heroic volunteer stepped up and called in the Pinkertons, who searched her purse and found the contraband. Several, several witnesses coming forth with details on these serious allegations. She was asked on 11 to stop after it was realized that she wasn't mumbling to herself, but the Bluetooth apparently. Continued on, then tried to play dumb as to the policy when stopped on 17 by the Pinkerton and law enforcement. She was then driven into the clubhouse. That was such a delightful uh, bit of team read drama. God, they, they and Augusta do not, I think, see eye to eye. It's a, it's a marriage for life that I'm not sure either want to be in. Okay, continue. You got uh, So Bryson, one Bryson thing, he said that the firmer, when he was talking to Masters on the range, he said that the firmer conditions were going to make him take even more aggressive yeah, lines. That's right. In November. That's right. Um, what one other thing? Uh, so I found this. I remembered this because of um, uh, Jose Maria making yeah. the cut. Yeah. So Jose Maria made the cut, which was his first made cut since 2015. 15, Trophy Hassan. This <laughs> yeah. is like low-key one of my favorite moments of the year. But Holly. the coolest things I thought was that he was the – on the range, it was live from, oh, and they caught. Oh, that's right. They caught the background of of Rom hitting wedges, 
and talking about hitting wedges with Jose Maria. Yeah. And Jose Maria, who's one of the best wedge players ever, give, like sh- giving him like basically an on-range lesson. Yeah. And it just was like this really unbelievable moment with Rom, you know, who would now the number one player in the world, and Jose Maria, these two Spaniards on the range late Wednesday night, going like you know just talking about hitting wedges in the background yeah. and like they were doing some reporting and you're seeing this happening That's behind so cool. them and you're like this is like this is what everything should have stopped and it should have just been a camera on them doing yeah. that yeah yeah, and that's it's like only happens to the Masters because that's where Ollie. You're not gonna see Ollie in many places anymore. Yeah, that that was so cool. Uh, Pat so, Reed. So go by ahead. the uh, go ahead. with Ollie, since we're there, he beat the number one player in the world and the reigning Masters champ by three to make it to the weekend. That was honestly one of my favorite things to follow. Oh, like that Friday night, he makes the cut and he tears up because it was like Seve's. I think birthday and he wore it like blue and white to honor Seve and he speaks in Spanish and he's in tears and he thanks Sergio Gomez, like his manager. We had just done that spotlight obviously in the prior year. And that's one of the ones that stuck with me. I don't know why, but it really did the story of Ollie and just seeing him like his first cut made cut, not senior. I think is anything since 2015 trophy Hassan. And he, he gets, I mean, guy's got like 250 into every hole. And he's he's making he shot like seventy one on Friday, and he gets emotional. Um, all right, Pat Reed announces the new apparel deal with that English brand Castor. Castor, it's got like you know really like three hundred dollar pants, and it's just someone tweeted it's like his third. He's on his third apparel deal since the last Masters, which was in November. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, <laughs> All right, should we, do you have any other pre? Ridley on distance. As yeah. I've stated in the past, each year we look at every hole of our golf course. Fortunately, we do have the ability to make changes, uh, make any number of changes to p- protect the integrity of the course. At the same time, we hope there will not come a day when the Masters or any golf championship will have to be played at 8,000 yards to achieve that objective. This is an important crossroads, so we will continue to urge the governing bodies and all interested parties at to put forward thoughtful solutions as soon as possible. Yep. Um, Ridley's one was, you know, there wasn't a lot there. There was the Georgia voting law. They were asked about that, and nothing yeah. really kind of came, you know, controversial, substantive, positive, or otherwise on that. And some of the players were asked, too. Um, I think it might be fruitful to talk about different stars of, of the 2021 Masters and kind of take their journey through the, uh, their, through the tournament. Okay. You want to focus on player specific? I, I think broke it up by I think day. That's a lot of, that's, I have day and player, but there's some common themes. Whatever you want to do, because they kind of tie together. All right. We great. could talk about Billy Boy. Oh, God. What about Billy Boy? This really... Look... <laughs> This is a tough week for Billy. We don't set out in a certain year thinking this guy. There's no agenda. This guy's going to pop. You know, we're going to talk about this guy every freaking episode. But look, we just go with what's given to us. And I mean, starting at Bay Hill through, we're going to do Zurich maybe tonight. It's like nonstop Billy Boy. We're just a Billy podcast. It, 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 we're just following the story. What's happening out there? Maybe it's our story. It's not, you know, front page of the New York Times, but 
Should we get into it? Do you want to do? It's Saturday, tour so, the force. Yeah, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. It's Billy Horschel. He's on featured groups. The most so watched gets, event of the year. So While there's the no TV oldest, yeah. coverage. Yeah. There's no TV coverage, and he's in featured groups it's, two days in a row. Two and days. he won the he won the match play. Everybody saw him twirling, doing all sorts of stuff there. He was at Bay Hill featured groups, and it just became this featured groups thing. Yeah, and he was just like he was in our face all day, and we just got to see all of his antics, his club tosses, and here. He he flicks off on Saturday. He, he just yeah, no yells. I've got the play by play. Can I go flag. through it? Yeah, because we don't it. we were we're not overplaying this. It just kept happening that that we number two. He whips his club into the ground on the follow through and goes, "Oh, Billy, this is two. <laughs> we're 30, 10 minutes into the round, fifteen minutes into the round. Five. He throws his club in the air on number five from the fairway." And drops it on the way down. The announcer mentions that that won't cut it in the UF band, the baton. <laughs> Which I don't know if it's a, it's a subtle wink at the show, but I, I think it was just a coincidence. Um, seven, he tomahawks his club into his bag in the fairway. Ten, he goes, oh, Billy, and taps the microphone on the tee. Eleven, he launches his ball into the water, throws it into the pond in the front of Eleven after he puts out. Angrily, I should say. Not, not, 12, he hits it to 15 feet and acts like a complete child. He looks to the heavens after this missed putt, like does the whole bend over backwards, staring at the sky thing. 13, he goes, what a shit bounce. What a shit fucking bounce. Audibly into the microphone on 13 is his drive. You know, bounces up in the pine straw. Hey, that only happens. Like it's the most, one of those famous holes in the world. Ball went it up into the tree in the pine straw. And then, of course, he, you know, derobes and rolls his pants up, falls on his ass, makes... What did he make? <laughs> on the bank. He fell on his ass Slipped on the bank of 13. In front of Phil. Then asked if, if he got a grass stand on his white, white pants. pants. That's right. That's right. Um, 16. So that's just straight up circus act. 16, you know, he's incredulous. The ball didn't stay up top. <laughs> Like a complete psycho, lunatic, he mouths, fuck you, fuck you, at the hole, like like at the flag, this inanimate object. He's just shouting this. I, very, like, didn't need to be an expert lip reader. He's shouting, fuck you, at the flag as he walks at it, after the, as the ball goes in. Completely unhinged behavior. 17, he says something like, you cannot hit a better shot than that. You cannot hit a better shot than that. The ball ended up like 50 feet away. <laughs> Just a complete, this was the tour de force. Sunday. So what do they do? They put him in feature groups again. He's clearly out early. They need somebody to put up there. And Sunday is when he gets, goes off on his bag. He's jamming it, right? Yeah. And you yes. caught this one. Go, yeah. This may be one of the most viral tweets I've ever made. <laughs> I mean, everybody in the world was tweeting about him just going pure American psycho on his golf bag. Just he's doing the like ten times in a row. He's slamming the the butt of the club down. I mean, the it was violent, yeah, violent. And the best part about it is, is Masters. 
owns the footage. They don't DMCA people <laughs> like the PGA Tour. So this tweet lives today. It yeah. still hasn't been DMCA. It's up there. He's just abusing his golf bag. It's caddy like. Meanwhile, st- like the next week, he's sponsoring an HHGA event or something. <laughs> He had and to people then, right? People then, yeah, we'll get into it next week. Okay. But people then are, start, are calling him, like, what a role model. <laughs> and on Sunday, he rolled the pant legs up again, 13, again. He was down on the bank of something. He, he had his pants up. Again. I, don't, I don't think if he played the shot or not, but there was, again, for the second straight day, he had the, his pants and shoes rolled up and his shoes off. You have anything right. else on Billy Boy? No, that's good? it. All right. That's it. Next player I want to go in on is uh, Justin Rose. I, you know, I totally forgot about this round of the year. Was that the round, round of the year? Yeah, one of the rounds of the year. 65? It was during the afternoon too, which played like two shots harder. It's like it is a, it is a insane Thursday. Like just really so hard. hard. Yeah, and that's all anybody. Like it's just a firm. nuts Thursday. The greens are so firm. The afternoons even harder. It's playing like two shots harder in the afternoon. Justin Rose doesn't get off to a good start. He's two over through seven, and then he plays the last 11 holes, nine under par. 65. 65, four shots better than anybody else. It was like Um, a a, a lot of people were referencing the Ken Duke round at at Sawgrass as like a a comp. But, yeah, I think everybody, nobody was under par except for like one guy, right, in the afternoon. Three Three rounds in the in the sixties. It's it's uh it's Justin Rose, it's Harmon and Hideki who both went off in the morning. Early shot yeah. sixty nine. Yeah, and uh, everybody else is in the seventies. I've forgotten about that round of the round. What else happened with Rose? So then Rose oh. the next day. Oh yeah, he's playing so poorly. Starts to bleed. He's, he's bleeding out like he's done numerous majors now. <laughs> yeah, he, he and uh, he's bleeding out. And on the 15th hole, the 15th and 16th hole announcer says that he might be playing. He suggests oh, he's playing poorly because I of the death about of, this. of Prince Philip. I missed this. I missed this in my research. He's playing poorly because he's broken up about and the death. Tron, of- Tron Carter was the man on the, on the spot with the tweet for this. I'd be remiss. But they suggested that he's playing poorly. Because yeah, it was Luke Alvey. It was Luke Alvey playing poorly because of the death of Prince Philip. The death of Prince Philip makes a basket case and he can't bring himself to play golf. What a nightmare. What a, what a connect the dots on that one. Uh, I remember Friday. Was that when he putted back to his feet on six? Yeah. Yeah, it was low. Six had a great pin. It came rolling back. There was one putt on four. And I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday. I think it was you that tweeted that it was worse than Streb's shank. I yes. think it was you. Yeah, he didn't put it off the fridge. <laughs> he was on the back of four, like whatever, 65 feet. He hit it like 25 feet. He just put it halfway through the fringe that he needed to get through. Didn't even get out of the green. He didn't get out of the fringe. You're like, that's worse than any shank you'll see this week. It was the worst shot I've ever seen. That putt. He was in contention of a major and hit it like a tenth of the distance it needed to go. <laughs> that was oh, good. Oh, I forgot. I missed that one. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's it's on the back of four. I, I'll find the video, maybe post it somewhere. 
Uh, what else do you have on Rose? Anything? anything That's else? it. He just was irrelevant. He was in the contention, <laughs> but irrelevant the rest of the tournament. Yeah. But I just had to get the prince. Forgot <laughs> about that one. <laughs> Completely missed that. Uh, uh, you want to do a little Sandy Lyle? Thursday sure. morning. I didn't have anything Sandy Lyle. So we show up Thursday morning. <laughs> Will Knight's viral Will Knight's tweet. Because Sandy Lyle has just teed off on number one in a quote, bolded, emphasis added, fully unzipped windbreaker. He's <laughs> just flapping around in the shaft. Ridiculous. Fully unzipped windbreaker. Apparently this is his move. We've just not noticed it. Um, and then, he, you know, the windbreaker comes off and you're like, that's next, next level because he's matched his... Suspenders to the pants, hats, and glove. Hat and glove are all matching. The, the shoes, it's all like this ensemble of black suspenders and, and his glove. Um, what else? Oh, this one. Are you, the, 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 the shots are still up. If you go to the Masters leaderboard, the shots are still up. The momentous decision on 13. He topped it off the tee on 13. The thing was so lucky to scoot by this little, like, indentation of Ray's Creek or whatever, you know, it's got to be Ray's Creek up by the tee and kind of scoot up the fairway and stay on the ground. He was so lucky to stay on there. And so then he hits one like out into the flat up there, you know, and then a wedge, but a straight top. He just, you watch it on the leaderboard page, the highlight hole by hole. He does this like exasperate, like, ah, it's just, and then they cut to it and there's this ball just scooting along the ground on 13. So that's the Sandy Lyle. That's our Sandy Lyle segment. Do you want to do, uh, do you want to do Lee Elder? The Lee Elder moment? Yeah. Wayne Player. Wayne Player. Being a Lee Elder idiot. gets his deserving, you know, and I think if it would have been even a bigger deal if we knew it was as good as his only moment yep. on the on the first tee. Um, obviously the man that broke the color barrier at, at the masters, um, gets his moment. Doesn't get to hit. We learn he's not gonna be able to hit kind of that week, right? Wednesday yeah. or something, but he's out there and he's, you know, he's the man of the moment. Nobody's there to see Gary player, or even Jack at that point, you know? And, uh, there is Gary player holding Wayne up, player, Wayne, or player. Wayne player, not yeah, Gary, yeah. Wayne player holding up. Gary Player's ceremonial caddy. Maybe it's time to do away with the ceremonial caddy <laughs> because Wayne Player ruined it. Ruined the moment by holding up a sleeve of Encore golf Zero balls. Zero X or whatever. Yeah. The entire time. The entire and so time. And so naturally, like just this wrist. No one holds their hand like that. It was just a disaster. Total billboard. Of course, the brand like tries to deny they knew anything, but they were like tweeting about it, and then they deleted all their tweets. You know, you know, pumping, pimping their their product. Um, what else happened early Thursday? Well, Eamon Lynch pointed out that Golf.com used that photo to sell products, oh, and it was yeah. the second week in a row that they I had done that with that. a uh, with a with a moment. So, uh, Golf.com was peddling stuff, Lee peddling. Elder. Yeah. Look-alike products to Lee Elder on Instagram after the moment, you know, to to make some uh, make some affiliate deal money on on the on the moment. Just buy Lee Elder shirt or whatever, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Should we talk about Rory? Oh yeah. 
I know where you're he going. He shot 76. He was pathetic. The same as Woozy. He was pathetic. Same as the Woozy line. Couldn't cross Same it. as Woozy, who hit four iron into 16 <laughs> the first round. Wait, what? Yeah. 16? Yeah, he hit four iron the first round into 16. <laughs> I didn't have that. That's good. He hit his dad. He's, he's in the pine straw on seven. Hits his dad, hits his fan, what, yeah, right off, bounce off the leg. His dad makes a joke. He should ask for a signed glove. Uh, he was pathetic. Rory was terrible. I think it was, I think 16 was the one where he hit it in the water. I think, and we were all like, all right, this is just sad. Not happening for Rory. Um, Brooksy missed the cut. He shot 76 too. Had, DJ missed the cut. Brooksy had that loud F-bomb, like, which got a pretty big scolding from Brandall. Something about like, you know, are you mad you missed the cut? Or yeah. sad you missed the cut? He oh, said, yeah. how, how, how fucking disappointed do you think I am? I worked my ass off to get here, and then to play like this, it's just pretty disappointing. Yeah, he got scolded for that. that. That was, again, I guess I should have brought that up, Texas Open. There was big drama about whether or not he'd play. He tweets the Jordan meme, like, I took that personally. When Faxon was talking about how he was going to be out six to eight. We're on the, you know, South Florida ranges. He's out six to eight months. He like quote tweets over the top of it and says like I took that personally the meme from Last Dance and they announce he's coming back and of course he does like that weird stance right he can't like bend over and does his knees you know bend his knees so then he yeah he MCs and lets the f bomb fly Westy goes sideways right away you're you're distraught he's kind of you know I didn't he, even Porter becomes that. a meme because he's watching Westy you know Porter in his stance. Becomes a meme Thursday. This is the year of Westies, 20, 2022. It went it went bad. As did Bryson. I think Bryson was ten over through twelve. Um, Thursday he made morning, the cut, though, but right? then he came back. He did yeah. make the cut. Shot um, like sixty seven on Friday. Yeah, Spieth makes that triple on nine. Remember when he was trying to like get? He was kind of in the shit on nine, like uh, right and like trying to punch it up to the green and. You, it's not a big deal, but you talk about like it's like these mini moments, right? Spieth was so close at the end, missed every putt, didn't make any putts. He was the odds-on favorite. But like you talk about, it's like one triple and he had one double. And it's like those decisions, like you think back to Thursday and does mm-hmm. that, like how much that matters. Um, Streb laid up on 12. Bob Streb. Do you remember this? Did you see the video? Yes. It was, I don't I remember how bad this was. I mean, one of the worst shots. It was probably 140 yards right and 60 yards forward. I don't know. It, it was so bad. Way over on the 13th fairway. Um, what else? Woozy watch. Uh, Abe, Abe Answer gets a two-stroke penalty for grazing the sand on a takeaway. That was a big hot topic oh, um, because it was just like, you know, slow mo, very finest details. Yeah, like, nothing like building sandcastles. But yeah, woozy. This is like, I think we had. Oh, Armlock Jones tweets: Woozy has legitimately left a few out there today. Hashtag Stripe Show. I mean, he was hitting the shit out of the ball. I mean, he's hitting like fairway woods. Five I mean, twenty-seven iron. no holes in. It looked like he had a good chance to make the cut. He nearly jarred it on ten. Like he's halfway up the hill. He don't nearly jars it on ten from the fairway. Um, but yeah, the cut line which cut line watch becomes a big thing. European tour caddy texts me as we're all like this, this wrapped. 
wrapped with this on Friday afternoon as he's hobbling. He's got a torn groin. He's like, I shouldn't be out there, but I'm not a very smart person, so I'm going to give it a go. He, he insults his own intelligence. European tour caddy texts me on watching Woozy grind with the cut line. It's like watching your son play football against kids a lot bigger than him. He's not giving up, and it's hard to watch. <laughs> but he, I mean, he, he didn't make the cut but it was an hour he sat down on the bench on 13 (laughs) that became an incredible meme practically over the ball from the other side (laughs) every every hole he was sitting on the bench because i think somebody went back through and looked at all the tee shots of players in his group and they noticed he was on the bench not almost all just taking a load off back there I mean, it's a, it's a struggle. I we mean, had Jim Herman on it, to talk about playing with Woozy. He's just incredulous. It's like he's really going for that. I don't think he laid up a par five all week. <laughs> Listen to some of the Herman clips was pretty funny. Though. Um, I along the lines of the the former champions. Do you have any other Woozy things you want to get out? Or we, no, no. This is a Will Gray tweet. Augusta National has ten par fours. Bernhard Lahner hit fairway wood or hybrid for his approach on eight of them. Fairway wood or hybrid on eight of ten par fours and shot 74. I think that was Friday. That's crazy. Think about it. Think about one of the modern players having to hit eight hybrids or fairway woods on, on the ten par fours. That's that's bonkers. Shot 74, Be cool. though. Yeah. Be cool. Yep. Well, you actually, it, it kind of happens with five irons at Bay Hill. That's true. That's true. Wiesberger putted into the water on 15. That was like a big deal, talking about how firm and fast. It, like, is it really I was hard? lamenting uh, Polly because I said, you know, yeah. I was big on Wiesberger, and yeah. he shot 66 the second day to get up in contention, and Polly texted me back, like, don't worry, it'll finish T43, and I think he finished T42. <laughs> Uh, should we move to like Friday yeah. or what do you want to do? Friday. Uh, all right. Matt, Matt Wolf shoots 76, 79 gets DQ'd for signing an incorrect scorecard. I think the, the moment of Friday was Siwoo Kim. Yes. Breaks putter on 15 slams it into yeah. a sprinkler head, right? So furious about 14 three, but he slams his putter into the, he's, he's three shots off the lead yes. at this time. Yeah, He's not like MC <laughs> he's three shots back. So then he has to putt with a three wood in. He does pretty well. Sure. And I think he made pars the rest of the way, all two putts. And then he followed it up with like the most awkward handshake of all time with oh, Charles Schwarzel. Oh, yeah. He that went the for the, bu- the fist pump. Hot and Schwarzel, um oh, like tried oh. to grasp this fist. Finger, it was super weird. It was like he shook his finger at one point. It's the worst, most awkward like handshake uncertainty uh, uh, that you'll see in golf. Siwoo and Hot Charl. Um, the Jose, so Spieth, go ahead. Spieth and JT kind of surge into contention, yeah. and that's the big story with with obviously Will Zalatoris, number forty eight or forty six in the world rankings, heading into the week. Who was uh, <coughs> was a corn fairy tour member? Rare instance of a corn fairy tour player playing the Masters. Yep. He, Zalatoris was the only player who shot under par all four rounds. Yeah, of that week, and and he's he becomes a big story here on uh, on on Friday because yep. he's in the final pairing with uh, Justin Rose with on Rose. Saturday. 
Uh, and then obviously on Sunday as well. A good quote from Bryson on Friday who fought to make the cut line. He's he, he wages some grievance, alleges some grievance that he can't use his, quote, calibration devices at Augusta National, which I think he calls, I don't know, it's used for green books. compass green book. And uh, there was this big drama, which we didn't do beforehand, about, quote, having to read putt with your eyes. Like, yeah, you can't read putts. I, I have to actually read putts with your eyes. And you're just like, incredulous. Like, you can't imagine. Wow. You have to read putt with your eyes. It sounds like such a foreign, you know, practice. It's hard. It turns out it's not easy. <laughs> oh, one other thing about Thursday I just found here. Um, uh, we thought it was really amusing that uh, Adam Scott, he played with him. Oh, yeah, And then he goes... Yeah, he hits it hard, but it wasn't going that far. Yes, he loves. <laughs> he talked about how, how how it wasn't that impressive. I had that too. He that's like the second year in a row. He was like, I expected him to be much farther. He's, like, mm-hmm. he's disgusted. Don't ask Adam Scott about how far Bryson. I watched the video of that clip. He's so disgusted that people are asking yeah. him about Bryson's power. He goes, well, he hits it hard. And, but it didn't go that far. Like, do you want to move on? He like walks away. He just loves popping them. Um, anything else from Friday? That's it. That's all I got. We hit Jose Maria. That that was a cool thing. Him making the cut. Saturday, I found this Dylan DeShare tweet. Pretty good. I think it must have been an on-site observation from the ground. Max Homa missed the cut by one. Came to the course Saturday to watch with his family, have a few beers, and cheer for the players. Kind of cool. I mean, right? You're in Augusta. You got the house. You got your family. You got tickets. And he goes out, watch the master, drink beers after missing the cut. Max Homa, catnip king. Catnip king. That's true. We obviously went through Billy. Become a little catnip. uh... Yeah. Yeah. People fish. People fish with Homa bait now. People people, want to get that retweet. You know, get get their impressions up. Yep. Yep. Apparently, also, the announcer, when Billy was on the featured group, said, Smile, Billy, you're playing Saturday at the Masters. That's a Brentley Romine treat, tweet I missed earlier when he was in the middle of his meltdown. Um, uh, Bri- Bryson said he had hit a drive so far into Narnia. Yes. On 13. Still there. If you go to the leaderboard, watch his drive on Saturday from 13. He goes, that is so far into Narnia, <laughs> Tim. And I mean... I mean, he's trying to hit it 400 yards, and he didn't draw it. Like, what does he expect? Where's it going to go? Well, that's what he wants equipment that that fixes his misses. Remember? Oh, that's so far to Narnia. Uh, who says that? Where is what a pull? I think you had a tweet about. I've never heard the word buddy so many times in my life because Billy was on future groups. Like, I've never heard somebody say buddy. Phil, he calls Phil. Three-time Masters winner. You know, at that point, like this icon of the game, he keeps calling him buddy. Like he's some, you know, random. He got paired. Hey, you go, you go put that up, buddy? Buddy? Calling Phil Mickelson, buddy. All right. All right, Saturday. Hovland hits into Bobby Mack, McIntyre, who you don't want to yell for, and Hughes, who were pissed. Hovland hit into them on three. Go ahead. Anything else? We got. We're on to Saturday. Yeah, I'm on Saturday right now. Rain delay. Yep. We did a live show. We did. We did. I don't have much recollection of it. We had audience. <laughs> Bixby. 
boys. We subscribe. had people calling in. Yeah, that was that's fun. true. That was. We good. had the we had the guy from New Zealand call in the uh, Terry Eady Looper. Yeah, yep. We should do more of those next year. Maybe. We should. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, it comes out coming out of the rain delay. Hideki came out blazing, and this was one of the most incredible ball striking you know kind of stretches yeah uh that we've ever seen at a major he shot 31 on the back nine just hit everything close and uh he ends up four clear of xander leishman rose and zalatoris zalatoris is the one that ends up in the final group i i thought it was interesting he watched the uh he spent the rain delay in his car you know like all these guys go and use the clubhouse the locker room he's in his car and he comes out he he birdies whatever eleven, and then goes nuts on the way in. I, I watched the the good watch back as he approached us to fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen, uh, which incredible. was incredible. Uh, I guess eagle birdie birdie. Uh, another thing from the rain delay, I thought was funny. It's super random. They talk about how Jim Nance says Tony Finau heard from Tom Brady during the rain delay. What a what a weird thing. Brady calling Tony Finau to I don't know pump him up during the rain delay in the middle middle of the Masters round. Uh, Bryson was on the first tee in his earbuds. That became a big meme. He still had his Bose earbuds in on the on the Masters first tee. Um, Spieth was pretty stinky on Saturday. Awful putting. It was his worst uh, putting performance at Augusta ever. And then uh, JT crumbled with a triple bogey on the 13th when that ball, I'll never forget the ball just petering and pattering down, down the... Down the uh, down the creek. He belatedly fired off like a ump ejection gif as JT. <laughs> you know, because there was the trepidation there on Friday, Saturday morning. Like he was worst case scenario, the players mode, right? Where he's going to go. Not, we see JT do, and then it, it really came apart quickly. Thirteen. Um, every guy kept hitting it in the alley at eleven. This was yeah. a theme. The was, kitty litter alley, especially on. Yeah, especially on Saturday, which uh, may be gone. Maybe gone when we return there in April. I don't know. We're getting all I got sorts some of intel message. today that 11, the changes to 11 are really good. Yeah, yeah. Somebody that was there. We've got, yeah. Yeah, it seems like that. But they kept hitting it to that gap with the angle. That's where Hideki made a, a birdie from there during that when he went fire on fire. He hit a birdie on 11 from that angle in the, in the gap. Um, all right. I got anything else on Saturday? Um, that's it. Okay. That's it. Sunday. That's going to be aggregated, dude. What? You won't believe. Somebody's going to be reporting quickly about 11, what we might see in April, I'm sure. Uh, anyways, people will dig into that. Sunday. We got Billy already. Michael Greller shaves. This was a big thing. This beard that's become such a part of our TV screens. He shows up, you know, with smooth as a baby's bottom. That. On the first team, we're like, who is that? I think No Lane Up had a tweet. We're like, that's Miguel Greller. It's like, who is this guy? Uh, what else? I- well, we got, uh, I mean, Hideki's got the four shot lead, and everything's about whether somebody can catch him and, you know, how big the lead is. And then it was down to one after the first hole. One after the first hole, right? What did he bogey? Yeah. He hit it way yeah. right into the Rory Grove or whatever, on, on the, whatever they want to call it. Um, but yeah, it was down to one after the first hole. Yeah. So. Um, I didn't have a lot from Sunday to be honest with you. Um, Xander, I, I mean, so 
one of the things in in uh, somebody tipped me off to this, but one of the things if you go back and watch is Zeltor's had a very very yippy stroke on the ninth hole. Oh yeah, you did. You did have. And I talked about this on an episode in the fall or something, and then from there on, the putter was really really bad, and yeah. Zeltor's was was the one that was there. And then all of a sudden, putts were getting to the hole. He had a really, really bad putt on th- on 12. Um, and, you know, all of a sudden, he's not hitting putts in the center of the club face. And it's one of those things that you just kind of wonder about with Zal Torres is, like, he's he's extraordinarily consistent. He's this really great player. Um, he was kind of out, for, out to pasture until the arm lock came into his life. And the reason... Was that because of the putter? Um, in in a case of the the yips, and uh, and <coughs> you know this is where you know you wonder how why he hasn't won, and this could be part of the reason. Yep, yep. Hideki, you know it's down to one on the first tee. We look the year review is not about play by play, so you yeah. know. But he made a great par save on five. That steady. It goes up to six. He's up six at one point, and everyone's like, "This is just coronation." And he airmails it into the water on fifteen. On the 15. water behind, and then Xander Xander's oh. only only two back. Yeah, going to sixteen T. Yeah, I mean, he then, pulls the little gritty little Bruin almost. Corey Pavin. I mean, it's halfway right. Yeah. To the pond, and he claims Horrible. it was like a he was a gust. He thought he hit it perfectly, hit it well. It's just, I mean. He, he shot it. 72 on Sunday with with a triple, a double, and two bogeys. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. But that was the one moment when Hideki hit it over 15 green in the water. I think he got up and down for like a, a bogey. So. And uh, then we had the uh, we had the moment of uh, of of the Masters when Hideki comes in and wins, or moment of the year, really, maybe. The bow. The bow and the, and the taking of the flag. Yeah. And, the, and fighting off tears on the on the way. I mean, yeah, we don't see that emotion from Hideki, you know, and he he kind of hits him in that human tunnel when you're going to sign the card, as coinciding with the bow. It was like really good fitting way, and obviously that created a lot of you know perspective Katna. pieces on you know what it all means for a nation, global game of golf, things like that. What I found interesting looking back on it is like. I don't know. This wasn't really coming. Like, we know Hideki's been a major championship player, but, like, he hadn't had a top 10 in a major since, like, Quail Hollow. Like, it had just been a long time, and all of a sudden uh, he won. And they talked about, he had, like, a top 10 putting week, but I guess, like, Augusta's bent is, like, that he's putts better on that than, like, historically any other surface, like, if you look at the numbers. So, it was just, it, there wasn't a lot of... To show that he would, you know, outside of just the general respect of his career, that that he was going to pop there, and he certainly did. Um, so, and then uh, I, and obviously, like I think this, you know, the the win for Hideki was huge with Japan and everything. But you know, it's always important to note like the Masters' role and and the international game, how they started the Asia Pacific am, yeah. you know, gave the exemptions yeah. in and, and Hideki obviously got one of those exemptions and has became, became a master's fixture since it's not like he wouldn't have been, but without it, but it's, you know, this has been a big part of, I guess, national, you know, really looking at like 
where they can grow their audience is you know and and make an impact and international spend where they looked and this was kind of like the coronation of that yep yep should we continue on do you want to cut it should we go to Let's you say get, cut it here. all right all right that's and, the masters uh, that's that's what solid that's part five part five bolero and masters we're going deep on the majors we've got a quick one coming on what is it going to be heritage zurich and what else you got valspar just some yeah. absolute you know marquee Wonderful. events yeah yeah. So thank you. That is part five. Thanks to some Precision. good stuff in them, though. There's some great stuff. Great stuff in Harbortown. I'm actually excited. Oh, Harbortown right. was Let's fun to go back down that. All right. So all right. Until until again, part yeah. six Friday. Thank you. Uh, Precision thank you, Pro. Precision Pro. Day speaker. We'll be back with part six.